growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, beautiful. I'm so glad you are with me today. We are going to talk about the customer journey and the customer commitment level and how to get them to buy. Okay. Does that sound good to you? Are you wanting to get more buying customers? (laughs) Hopefully the answer is yes and yes. So this is going to be a little different than what we usually talk about. This is a little bit more in detail. I feel like this is something you guys need. So the first thing is, you know, that no matter where you are, wherever you live, your market is going to be different. So for example, if you live in a small town that is really not up to date on a lot of the beauty services that you offer. So for example, you live in a small town that really doesn't even know about permanent makeup. Maybe they've just read a few articles about microblading and they're a little scared, right? That's going to be different than if you do live in a small market because we can talk about those strategies which is going to be different than someone that has a beauty business and lives in Miami, right? Miami is a very sophisticated market in terms of they are very up on their beauty services, right? They, or Beverly Hills or something like that. Like they know about beauty and they not only have, they seen and heard everything there is to know about microblading, you're going to have different challenges. So it's not like one is better than the other in terms of the market. You're just having different challenges. They already know about permanent makeup and microblading. Now they just need to know why they should go to you or why you are different. So really understanding your market sophistication, right? What level are they at in terms of awareness is important for you to understand how you need to actually talk to those clients. So you can't talk to them just about microblading because they already know about that. That's not anything that's new, different. It's not going to capture their attention. Even just offering like a discount. Those tactics don't really work in a market that is already sophisticated, right? Because it just kind of like rolls past them. Like it doesn't really resonate with them. So you have to have a different type of marketing because that market is more sophisticated. Hopefully that makes sense. So understanding where your market is at, and that's your area, what the awareness is in your market is super important. And then knowing how you're going to target those clients is the next step. You heard me talk about it before. When we are looking at this funnel of customer awareness and customer journey, you have people that they don't even know that there's a problem and then they're coming down the funnel to their, they know that they're, 
they have a problem of maybe let's just go with sparse eyebrows and then they know that there's a solution and solution aware and then they're aware of you. So this is the buyer journey. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about now is the commitment curve. Okay. And so it's like, what are you talking about? A commitment curve. So the commitment curve is how you are actually going to target that audience. So when you have an audience that is what we call cold traffic, where they might know about the problem and they might even know about the solution, but they really don't know about you, just putting an ad in front of them that has a coupon is not going to be effective, right? So this is where we want to actually warm our clientele up, right? They need to get to know you, to like you, to trust you. And you hear me talk about these things over and over again. But one of the things that I wanted to show you to kind of give you a little visual with this board here is that on this side, on one side, we have going vertical, we have price. And then at the bottom, horizontal, we have the level of risk. This is talking about the level of risk for the client, right? So we have the price in which they're going to pay, which is going to go up this way. And then we have the level of risk, which is also going up. So this is the level of risk to them. Okay, meaning what is going to be a low commitment and what is going to be a higher commitment is going to be what I'm talking about on their level of risk. Because the reason that I'm talking about this is we want to really meet the customer where they're at, meaning where we have to talk to them in their language. So if they've never heard about microblading, that just sounds like jibber jabber, right? It sounds like a foreign language to them. And sometimes I think as beauty professionals, we're so fired up with all this stuff and we are in it. So we are talking about brow lamination and ombre brows and all of the things that get us hot and bothered and excited. (laughs) The client is like, what? What are you talking about? So with this commitment curve, we want to talk to them. Here's what I want to show you. When you are first trying to get clients, you might actually start with something where it's a very small commitment. Okay. So this is where I see a lot of you guys do this and you know, this might be a contest, right? So that's going to be really low. Let's just do this kind of curve going up. So a contest is going to be low. So this is where you have, maybe you have a contest like get 50% off your signature service. Maybe you have a contest where if they like and share your Facebook page or your post, then maybe they win a full service or maybe they win a gift basket or whatever you have, right? We all know about a contest, okay? So the great thing about a contest is that A contest for them is a very low level of risk, right? It takes hardly anything for them to put like tag a friend. They're like, what do I have to lose? We see people share contest information like all the time. Okay. So it's a low level of risk and also there's no cost. Okay. So that's why it's very low over here. All right. So that is going to be an easy way to get a lot of engagement and also a lot of attention to your brand. The problem that we know that happens with contest, and this is where it gets a little tricky, is when there is a low price and a low level of risk or low level of commitment, 
you're not going to see a lot of those clients actually be good clients, meaning that they're not going to actually follow through to sign up for a service, right? And that's okay. When you go fishing, you don't catch all of the fish, but it is a strategy that actually still works in getting a lot of engagement and getting a lot of people to your brand and learning about it because then we're going to warm them up on that customer journey. So if you have a giveaway contest, you get a lot of what we call front-end response. And that means, again, you get a big response, right? But there's not a lot of conversions, meaning there's a lot of prospects, but there's not a lot of conversions where they're actually converting into buying clients. And that's okay. You just need to know that sometimes you're going to see great returns on your effort And other times you think like, oh, that that was a lot of work and I don't know if I'm going to do it again. The whole thing with our business is I don't think that there's one exact like surefire strategy to get clients. People will say it's Facebook ads. Even with Facebook ads, there's a lot of testing and tweaking and you'll hear stories of people losing money. Even if you get the best Facebook ads guru, they still have to test and tweak and find what's going to work for you and your market. So just because it worked for Susie Superpower in Miami does not mean that it's going to work for you. And I'm not saying that to be a Debbie Downer. It's just that your market might not respond that way. And Your market might respond more to referral partners where they get a referral from a trusted doctor, especially like in a small town. Sometimes they mistrust ads, maybe especially if you have a different maturity for the audience, like a more mature audience, they usually go with a recommendation versus just an ad, right? So that's that. So then you know also that if the client, if you're doing ads, it might not be that the market is not right. It could also be that the ad is not right, right? So that's where we need to dial in the marketing message and how we speak to them. So there are various things, but what you need to know is that you're always testing and tweaking and finding out. And that's exactly what any good professional will do, as well as even your doctor. Your doctor is going to ask questions and they're going to try things. And sometimes they try you on one antibiotic and it doesn't work. And then sometimes they try something else, right? Like we're all making educated guesses. And that's exactly what happens in marketing as well. So we started with an easy contest, right? That's going to be low risk. So let's talk about something else we can do. Now, a little bit higher up on that price or let's just say level of risk is going to be a video. Okay. Now the video is free, right? So it's also low level of commitment and risk. And you're going to like, why is that up on the price? The price is their time. Okay. So that is going to take a little bit more time. So that takes a little bit for them to watch a video and maybe you have a video on your Facebook page, right? A video kind of giving them a little introduction to your services. Maybe it's a short three minute video that's answering one of your frequently asked questions, right? Or maybe it's just a video just talking about the benefits of your service. Them watching that video is a little bit more of a commitment. Okay. So the first they get to know you and they find out about your brand, then they're going to watch a video or maybe you're sending them to your website, 
your website should also have some videos talking about your services, right? Videos, the reason I promote videos, and I know you're doing that, I can already feel the eye rolls. I could already like, no, don't make me do a video. Um, even if you're not direct to camera, right? Maybe you're not on the video. You want to have a video, maybe doing a tour of your studio and your spot. The reason I want you to be on the video is because when they make eye contact, they're going to trust you a little bit more. So if they watch that video, then they're going to get to know you a little bit faster. They're going to really see your personality through a video, right? They can decide. You might see this video and be like, that girl and those magnetic lashes that drive me nuts. I can't listen or watch her anymore. (laughs) And that's fine because I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. So you decide, you get to know somebody through a video. Okay, so video is going to be another level up. Now, let's say they have actually engaged in a contest, okay? Then they watched one of your videos. After they watched one of your videos, now they're starting to get to know you and like you. And now here is where you can start to run ads to them, okay? So you can run ads at the cold audience level, right? Where they're cold, but Remember that you're going to spend money, but you're going to get very low level of conversions, right? Meaning that you're going to get a lot of people in on the front end. You're going to get a lot of calls, a lot of messages when you're running ads to a cold audience because they're just asking questions like, how much does it cost? That's like the number one question, right? So you're getting a lot of inquiries, but you're not getting a lot of conversions. They're not actually becoming customers because they need to warm up to you. So if you can run an ad here on this customer journey where they've already been in your kind of sphere, they've already been in your world where they've already maybe been part of a contest or a challenge that you've had, they've maybe seen a video, whether it's on your Facebook page or whether it's on your website, now what you can do is you can run an ad and this is to what's called a lookalike audience. Okay. So first of all, you can do two different ads and we'll get into this in the following weeks. The first ad is going to be an ad where you are actually retargeting that traffic. So when you do an ad where you are retargeting the traffic, you're saying, Hey, I know you came to my website. Are you still interested in this service. And this is where you might offer a discount, right? You might say, here's $25 off if you book in the next 72 hours and this coupon expires then, right? This is where you can actually start to be a little bit creative. I know we've all been on Facebook and I think you have been on Facebook where you then see like what's called a retargeting ad, meaning that, you know, somebody will say to you, Oh, I know, I see you visited my website, but you didn't buy. Okay. Or you saw a dress on another website and then like maybe you were shopping on Macy's or Bloomingdale's website and then you go back to Facebook and that ad is everywhere. Okay. Right. So that is a retargeting ad. They know that you visited their website because of the pixel and which is a little snippet of code and cookies where they can track you. And then, right. It's sometimes it's creepy. It's like, what? That's when we think Facebook is listening, but they just know they're not, I don't really think they're listening, but anyways, they, they just kind of know through these bits of code. So now what you can do is you can now actually retarget them and say, Hey, I know you were interested. And then now this is where you're giving them some incentive to buy. Okay. Because they're warmed up to you. 
Okay. And this is where they might take the leap. Okay. So this is really it's why it's important to understand that customer journey. You can also run an ad campaign with what's called a lookalike audience. So a lookalike audience is people that look like those people that have already visited your website. So you guys know that Facebook collects so much information. Okay. They know about your likes, your dislikes. They know the pages that you follow. They know the groups that you engage with. They can track all of those things. So they know by what you're following, other things that you are engaging with and following, that that is a type of circle that you run in. They also know maybe your political affiliations, which is really important also in terms of ads, just a side note, because we're coming into 2020, which in the US is a political year. So we're going to have a lot of ads that are going to be targeting us in a political way. Most people go, oh, no, not again. And that kind of drives people from the platform. But What's important to know for you as a business owner, if you are running ads this year, it will be a little bit more expensive because there's going to be so many politicians running ads as well. So when there's more demand, obviously the price goes up. Okay. So that's a side note. So when you are running an ad to that lookalike audience, the lookalike audience is the people that have already consumed your content. So they've already visited your website. So you can do that as people that look like 1% of the audience, meaning they're very close to the people that have already visited and your website. So that's where you can run an ad. Now, moving further, so this is where we are engaging them, okay? And now moving further up this commitment curve, now higher level of risk is probably coming in. Now that would be for us a consultation, Okay. So if somebody comes in, right, not only did they take the time to consume your video, but they're taking the time to come in. And most of you have said, yes, if I can get somebody to come in, I know that they're going to buy, they're going to be a good customer because I'm going to warm them up. I'm going to show them the brow design. I'm going to talk to them. They've already made that commitment, right? So if you can get them to show up, right? Then that's a good sign. So a consultation is going to be a higher level of commitment and it's a higher price to them because maybe you charge a little fee. Maybe you charge $25 that then they can put that towards their service. Or maybe you don't charge a fee. Maybe it's free, but if they cancel, then you charge a fee because you want to be smart about your time and you want them to take it seriously, right? You want them to value you and your time. So whatever it is, the price is higher for them in terms of their commitment. And it's also higher for you because you're taking the time. So then the level of risk is also higher. And then further up here, this is where they are buying your service. Okay. And so this is their journey. This is where we're warming them up. And the reason why I think this is important to know is because a lot of us and I don't, this little tough love here. A lot of us are marketing to the clients right here. We are trying to get them to buy. So we are marketing them up here, expecting them to buy, which is a higher price and, you know, right? Price is going up and higher level of risk and they're not ready. Okay. So this is where we have to meet them where they're at and have a marketing strategy that is meeting them where they're at. Okay, 
So the other thing about that is that when you are looking at your marketing strategy, it all starts with not only your targeting, right? We talked about your market sophistication at the beginning of this. If you're just joining me, go back, rewind and listen to that because that part is important. So not only your targeting, but your marketing message. Okay. So how you are talking to the client, right? Why do they want to come to you? Are you conveying the value of your service? Why you are unique, why you are different from everybody else, right? So just a quick review. And so the first thing is that this is the commitment curve in terms of people buying, right? And so you can get people on very low, low level of commitment with a contest. This is a great way to get a lot of exposure for your brand. You see a lot of people do it. It takes some work, right? And that is one of the things that you have to know, but you get a lot of engagement, but not a lot of follow through, right? There's not a lot of back end conversions. They're not actually converting to being clients, but that's okay because you know that this is just sometimes a numbers game. And then moving on, you can, they can watch a video, which is a little bit more of a commitment in terms of their time. Another thing is to host an open house. This is where you can have your current clients actually bring a friend. So bring a friend to an open house. And by bringing a friend, they get entered into a raffle. Okay. So by bringing a friend, they get entered into the raffle. The friend gets entered into the raffle. And of course you have door prizes, right? So again, that kind of goes back to the contest, but it's a little bit more of a commitment because they have to show up. Okay. So, but you make it enticing because you'll probably have maybe some snacks, some food, some drinks there. You make it like a little bit of a party. It's an event. Maybe it's an educational event. Maybe you have one of the well-known fitness instructors in the area that comes and talks about ways to have more energy in the day, right? Meet and greet. I love meet and greets. And here's the thing. It's 2020. I don't know about your audience. I have a lot of moms in my audience, right? And so we're all just in survival mode, right? Moms are always trying to juggle a million things and your beauty businesses and your moms. And so if I hosted a open house where I had people that came in, other speakers, so we hosted it kind of together where we talked about how to look and feel your best in 2020. Now that's a generic title. So don't use that. Use something that's a little juicier that will hook them in. And the guests are going to be a fitness trainer that's going to give her five top tips. And then also a dermatologist that's also going to talk about some beauty things. When you're talking about on this commitment curve, then you can also start to retarget that audience with a $25 off coupon. You can also target a lookalike audience with an ad. And this is where we can start to use social media in a different way. And I know some of you are like, oh, social media drives me crazy. Yes, it can be challenging to do social media. But like, if I can just go back in my day, when I was sending out direct mail, when I first started, that market sophistication was very low. This was back in 2005. Very few people knew about permanent makeup. So I had to do direct mail, which meant when you're spending like 30, I think it's 37 cents now. I don't remember what it was then for a stamp. Your brochure is another $1.50 and anything you're putting in there, right? Everything is not as cheap as it is now. Like you have Vistaprint, you can get 
I don't know, 100 business cards for $5 or something ridiculous. It wasn't that cheap then. And the stamp and the mail, it was costing me about $4 an envelope to send out information to dermatologists. And I sent out, I'm not exaggerating here, guys. I sent out about 400 pieces of mail. So you do the math. It was crazy. But I had to, and there were even more dermatologists in New York City to target. That was just Manhattan. That wasn't Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island. That wasn't any of the other boroughs. That was just Manhattan, New York City. There was lots of dermatologists to target. I couldn't even target all of them. I had to find the ones that were close to my area and I sent that out. So it was a lot more expensive back then. So the good news is you don't have to spend that money today. You will spend money on ads, but it's a lot easier because I had to be strategic on who I sent that brochure to and who I was putting it out to because I needed to get my cost, my return on investment. All right. So just a few things just to finish up. So we will be doing a series on knowing the back end of Facebook ads and talking about just overall a client attraction strategy. Even if you don't want to do ads, we're going to talk about some other things. That's going to be the series. And also on February 23rd, we are having a mini workshop. It's three days. It will not stay up. It's free. It's a free workshop. It's called Boosting Your Beauty Business Bottom Line, but I will not be keeping it up. You know, like a lot of these videos, I just keep them up on my business page. We will be taking it down because in the future, it probably will be a paid course. So just in full transparency, it probably will be something you can buy, but you can get it for free by registering. And there's information on my business page about that as well. It's under the events category on how to get registered. And also that will not be here on this business page. It's going to be in a private group. Okay. So that's the way I'm keeping it private. So for those that want to really boost their bottom line and increase the revenue for their business, then you don't want to miss that workshop. It'll be the three days, February 23rd, 24th, 25th. So mark your calendars for that. We'll probably have a masterclass on that Wednesday that I'll tell you about as well in the future, but that's going to be super exciting. And I'm going to give you again, no fluff. I'm giving you real ways to actually increase your income, your bottom line, right? And your profits, which is what you need to know. So super excited about that. All the things. Okay, guys. So that's all I have for today. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining me here. And also, if you want the link to the mini workshop, the Boosting Your Beauty Business Bottom Line, you can ask me for that. But I'll also tell you on here, it's aprilmeese.com forward slash BB workshop. So Boosting Bottom Line Workshop. If you don't have any place to write that down, just tag me and ask me for the link. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. Next week, we'll have some more beauty business building strategies, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.